Welcome to the CLS Experience. I'm your host, Craig Siegel. I'm a born and raised New Yorker who achieved success with multiple businesses, but I crave something deeper. So I dedicated myself to personal growth and transformation by revamping my mindset. I went from being unable to run a mile to conquering four marathons the following year. Now, I want to help others manufacture big breakthroughs of their own. Overcoming pressure. You know, a lot of us are really, really goal-oriented and high achievers and want to do big, epic shit. And sometimes pressure hits us. There's an old expression that, what is it? Pressure turns a piece of coal into a diamond. Did I say that right? Something along those lines. If it doesn't break you, doesn't kill you, makes you stronger and so forth. But I wanted to give a couple tangible strategies on how you can utilize pressure and, and not just overcome it, but be able to channel it into great things. Just a show of hands. We're going to be super engaging today. Anyone currently feel like they're dealing with a little bit extra pressure in anything than usual? <laughs> Renee, saw that coming. <laughs> Joey, Colette, love you so much. Colette, can't wait to hug you. Sin. Okay, good. Allison, if you're feeling pressure, it probably means because you hold yourself to a very high standard and you demand big things from yourself or there's people that look up to you and so forth. But I want you guys to know, love it, Mikey. Great to see your, your presence is already felt, Mike. Thank you for being here, brother. Um, pressure and stress is a part of the journey when you play big in life. If you're playing very small, and spoiler alert, in case you wanted to hear me say this for the 7,500th time this year, playing small is fucking canceled. So if you're going to play big, that's going to come with some challenges, some pressure, and some stress. But it's not negative. It's an indication that you're on the right path. Okay? Now, here are some ways that we can channel the pressure and kind of use it like a big wave, but we're the surfboard that's riding the wave. It's a nice analogy, Craig. Just, excuse me, sir. Anyway, in other news, Whiskey got a second haircut from the grooming and he looks like a sheep, like straight out of the farm. It's pretty hilarious, actually. Um, and he's very excited to see me. Okay, so number one, guys, breaking tasks into smaller steps and then prioritizing them. Like, I don't know about you, but me personally, I'm an old school cat and I create these to-do lists or conquer lists every single day. It's just part of my routine, cross stuff off, get the dopamine hit, and it also keeps me organized. But I noticed recently the lists were getting longer and longer and it almost caused a little bit of anxiety, overwhelm, right? So I caught myself and I realized, what are some things on here that realistically don't have to be on this list, right? So Let's break some of these big tasks into smaller steps and then prioritize those. A lot of times we're majoring in minor stuff. You know what I'm saying? And that's no good. We want to major in major stuff, so to speak. So let's break the big things into small steps. Like we don't have to go from A to Z. And I was just talking about this in my talk in Nashville. How do we go from A to B, right? And then also, which ones really need to be prioritized? And then once you start attacking that, now all of a sudden you feel good. You feel like you're organized and you have a strategy and you release some pressure. Like for me specifically, I remember when we signed the big book deal and 
I counter offered with a really big number because I wasn't afraid to lose the deal. They said yes. Um, and then they came back with a very tight turnaround. In other words, we'll give you what you want for the advance, but we expect this book done in three months. And I had no manuscript and no lit agent. And that feeling, that type of external pressure created a little bit of anxiety and stress. How am I going to write 50,000 words? I'm not an author per se in two or three months, but then I created a system and I broke it down and I prioritized what needed to get done. And then instead of feeling anxious about this tight turnaround and system, I actually leaned into with excitement. And the truth of the matter is, is I wrote the entire book December, 2022, and I could have wrote more. So that's just an example on my behalf about how something seemed daunting, but then I broke it down and prioritized and hit the ground running. Are you guys with me? Yes or yes? Let me see in the chats. <laughs> Kelly Siegel's biceps are bigger on Zoom than a person. <laughs> Sucker. Just kidding. <laughs> CC in the house. Sarah Jones, love you so much. Okay, good. Good, guys. Good. And then... Another thing I wanted to give you in regards to pressure is, and you guys know that I hate the word realistic. I'm really big on being delusionally optimistic and thinking really big and all that stuff. But if you could set, let's change the word realistic to reasonable. If you can set reasonable goals, right, then you can avoid overcommitting yourself where it's, where it's just, you just get crazy. Like, oh, I want to get all these certifications done and go back to school, but I, I'm thinking three years out. Okay. But what's, what's something in between? How can we get a couple first downs? Forget about the touchdown of the home run for a second. So setting reasonable goals in the meantime will create momentum, which is the toughest thing to get and the easiest thing to lose. And once you get momentum, you start getting on fire, the wind's at your back. And I'll give you guys an example on my behalf as well. And I just like to provide examples because when I first started, guys, I didn't have the roadmap. I didn't have a Craig Siegel in my corner. I was trying new shit, but I, I figured a lot of stuff out that did work. And one of the things I did was when I created the whole vision, the 10-lane highway, I reverse engineered it. And I said, well, what is literally step one? And step one for me was just putting out some content, adding value, and starting to build a community. And, and reasonable goals were... Some of you were there in the very beginning. You guys probably remember this. We had the Facebook group, Cultivate Lasting Symphony, before I even had anything going on on Instagram or anywhere. And I would meet people and I would introduce myself and I'd bring them into our community. And now they were a part of it. Daniel Gomez and House Great CEO. And that was all I cared about for a couple of months is spreading the awareness, shaking some virtual handshakes, bringing them into the community. Those were reasonable goals. And I was, I remember specifically, I was on a date. This is pre-Alessia, beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> Why am I sharing this? Um, I was with this girl. Actually, she lived in my building, if I'm being honest. And we were upstairs and she was cooking for me. And I remember I was in a Facebook group meeting people and bringing them into my community. This was like probably month two of CLS. And she was, and she was talking to me and like, are you ready for the food? And I'm just give me a second if you don't mind. And I was, I was having a conversation with strangers and bringing them into the CLS group and adding some more to the community and nourishing them. That was the most exciting thing in the world to me. I mean, I totally ignored this girl. I'm not suggesting to do that. 
But I was so excited about those reasonable action steps and goals. And it had me jazz and I was getting momentum and so forth. And so I remember that very specifically. Anyway, that was something really reasonable that started to give me momentum and then led to so many other big things. In the beginning, when you're creating something, it's important to keep a good headspace, get the momentum and so forth. You dig? If you dig, let me see what I dig in the chats. But but also only not only if you dig what I just said, but if you're digging this hair piece. Okay, good. Good. Because so I was feeling a little insecure about it. It's a couple of days old. You guys made me feel better already. <laughs> I love you guys so much. All right, guys, this is great. And this is to overcome pressure, right? So breaking tasks into smaller steps, prioritizing them. And then setting reasonable goals. We don't use the word realistic at CLS. I'm not realistic. I don't. I think realistic is negative. It's just my opinion. Reasonable is a positive word, I think. Reasonable means it's a stretch, but it's doable. Right? Maybe most importantly, guys, in regards to when it comes to pressure, what is pressure really? It's not really a thing that's causing us pressure. It's how we're feeling about the thing that's creating anxiety stress and pressure yes or yes right i mean we all know this but easier said than done right please rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow me on instagram at craig siegel underscore cls the youtube channel craig siegel and our website cultivate lasting symphony.com where you could sign up for our email blast all free trainings on all of our content. The best is yet to come.